back. Hi guys. We're excited. This is our new our first video episode. Yes. This is an extremely special episode for yes. a lot of reasons. Yes. So if you're watching us via video, yes. <laughs> you'll be able to find us on YouTube. Yes. YouTube and anywhere you get your video podcast. Mm -hmm. We have also reached a milestone. This is our 20th episode. episode. So exciting. And that's why we wanted to do it on the 20th episode to kind of mm -hmm. celebrate that milestone. So we were like, what's better than video? Yeah. And if you couldn't tell, this is our Halloween special. Spooky season is here. Spooky season. So you already know it's spooky season and we just have to do a spooky episode. Of course. Come on now. It's only it only fits right. You know, yes, it's, we have to do it, especially with our family history. Mm -hmm. So the special that we're wanting to do is all spooky stories. Yeah. So today we're kind of talking about things Ellie and I have personally experienced and maybe we'll touch a little base on what our family has experienced because let me tell you, we, we, we got some stories. We definitely got some stories to tell. Mm -hmm. And if it wasn't quite obvious, it's all to do with the paranormal. Ooh. <laughs> spooky, spooky. <laughs> also, we, I forgot to say in our milestones, this is mm -hmm. also our first episode with our new name. Yes, and it's we so exciting. Are the Soul Sisters. Soul Sisters. <laughs> so anyway without further ado oh and now you'll be able to see us because every single time on the episodes sorry i didn't i did not mean to cut you no, off no no you're good go ahead because whenever <laughs> you just went like this it reminded me every single time who, for those of y'all have who have heard us in our podcast every single time we go like the we're always going like oh. this because <laughs> we always say that we're mentally connected because we yeah. think so much alike we're always thinking of the same thing we finish each other's sentences mm -hmm. and like whenever there's something we need to explain that we cannot explain, we know what we're talking about. Yeah. Without even having to say it. Exactly. If that even makes sense. Yes. So this is definitely super exciting because it's yeah. such a different experience mm -hmm. having to, you know, see us and our body languages, our facial expressions mm -hmm. combined with what we're saying. Right. Right. So definitely, definitely make sure you check us out on video if your cup of tea is just audio podcast, you know, still go for it. It's still going to yeah. be available. We're not taking that away. We're adding that extra feature, which I definitely like recommend. Yes. Do you want to do the honors of doing the first one? Okay. <laughs> I'll do the first one. I'll do the very first time it's ever happened to me. So cue the spooky music. Mm hmm. <laughs> the michael myers song comes out of my head <laughs> no, that was so off but it plays in my head <laughs> okay so whenever we were younger we lived in an apartment complex dulce and i lived together so it was me my sisters my parents um dulce and her mom and there was one night 
So it was, I believe it was, a, it was a three bedroom apartment, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And so in one room, I shared it between me and two of my sisters. We had two twin beds put together. And since I was very little, I used to kind of like fit in the, the little crack between both beds. That was just like my sweet spot. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. No, that spot hits different. It does. If you know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like super late at night and I was already pretty much asleep. And I had actually felt something kind of tug at my socks. The thing is, it didn't even feel like hands. It felt like straight up nails, like someone's long ass nails. And I was already kind of scared when I felt that. So I kind of like pulled my legs a little bit closer up to me. And then I did it again. And then I moved my legs up even more. And then I did it again. And then I like curled up my legs. I was like a little bolita, okay? I was like in a whole fetus position. And I didn't do it anymore. But, and this was in the middle of summer, just keep in mind. Okay. And... I had to go to the restroom, so I woke up my sister, and she was like, just go to the restroom, I told her, I'm like, no, like, I'm scared, I was probably like, maybe like four years old, that's young, yeah, and I like remember this vividly, right, I mean, how can you forget something like that, I know, (laughs) and so I had asked my sister to go with me, she was like, no, just go by yourself, and I told her like, no, I was scared, and she was mama bear so she was mom number two so she always took care of me and she was like all right fine so then she got off the bed as soon as she got off the bed she got scared i hadn't even told her what had happened but she was scared i don't know why she was scared so then she woke up my other sister and my other sister was scared and i'm like why the hell are both of y'all scared i know i'm scared but why the hell are y'all scared anyways so we were all trying to go to the restroom and but i didn't want to step on the floor because i felt like whatever was like tugging at my socks was like under the bed or some shit like that so i told my sister i'm like can you carry me she was like what no like just go and i was like no i don't want to step on the floor anyway she carried me to the restroom and all three of us we were like terrified in the restroom and we all went back and i like walked back but when i tell you the carpet the carpet felt ice cold in the middle of summer the carpet like i understand like if it was a floor but the carpet how the hell does the carpet feel cold right and i don't know that was like the scariest wait but more happened how about um explain a little more how because you only said one time they were playing with your feet and your socks and then you went up one Mm -hmm. remember like it happened it happened like a total of three times like at first like it's all masa estirada Mm -hmm. and then like it tugged at my feet and then i pulled it in closer and then i tugged at my socks again and like i don't even know like i was just so scared to like even look but like like it did it like three times tugging at my socks that's like i just felt somebody just go like like it went grab my toe and then like slowly tambien at that like this to this day i do not sleep with socks on ever (laughs) ever no more 
traumatized. Yeah. No. Heck no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Hell no. <laughs> that was... That wasn't the only thing we ever experienced in that apartment alone. But was that the first thing that you ever experienced, like, generally speaking? That was the first time I noticed it. Okay. Because I remember... And you said you were as young you as, young as four? Mm-hmm. Because I also remember in that same apartment... Now, this is trippy because I actually, did, actually didn't know about that. I didn't actually realize this until a few years back. Okay. So... I remember, I remember your mom saying this um, not that long ago, or you bringing this up not that long ago, that your mom, you and your mom used to hear like a little kid bouncing a ball upstairs because yeah. we lived on the lower level on the first floor mm-hmm. and it was only two floors in that apartment complex. Right. right. And when Ellie had brought it up, because we talk about spooky stories all the time, because like we said, we have stories and not too long ago we were talking about it and she had told me how she had realized that basically she knew of a person that lived in the second floor back then thinking someone did live there and come to find out no one lived there and when she brought up a kid i was like oh yeah like was that the time like whenever you heard all those stuff was it after the kid moved out because i could have sworn my mom and i also heard we could, you know, okay, if you live in apartments, especially in the first floor, you know that there's a difference between adult footsteps and kid mm-hmm. footsteps. Right. And what we would hear is kid footsteps and we would hear a ball bounce because it's a very, very distinctive noise. Mm-hmm. It was, it sounded like those balls that we use for dodgeball. Yeah. So it's like the bouncy rubber. ones. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a bouncy ball, but it wasn't one of those tiny ones. It mm-hmm. was like, so it was like a dodgeball ball. Yeah. Dodgeball. <laughs> Dodgeball ball. Dodgeball. <laughs> and yeah, we I remember that we would complain because it was like so late. Like we were already sleeping. And mm-hmm. then it would wake us up because it was just so loud. Like running mm-hmm. and then running with the ball. So it's like if they were playing basketball. Yeah. Running and bouncing. Mm-hmm. So you would hear footsteps and a ball at yeah. the same time. I would never hear that. I never heard that. And we were like um, down the hallway from each other. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's what we would hear. Yeah. And I remember my dad actually brought that up one time. And he was telling me that your mom actually asked my dad. Because my dad was a maintenance man at this apartment complex, right? And he, she had asked my dad, like, can you, like, talk to them and ask them to, like, keep the noise down or something like that. And he actually didn't know nobody was up there, right, at that time. So he went to one of his coworkers to check to see, like, if the office could somehow like intervene and they they themselves tell them to like keep the noise down and they actually told my dad like that unit is vacant like there's nobody up there right now here is the creepy part of i specifically remember playing with a little boy that lived upstairs i to tell you i cannot remember his face but i remember it was a little boy and I remember his tricycle. It was one of those plastic tricycles, the uh, ones with like the three colors. Mm-hmm. I remember the tricycle too. And then the creepiest part to me, you said you would play with him inside the apartment, right? Yeah, inside like our inside house. Inside our apartment. Yeah, I used to play with him inside the apartment. And my dad actually told me this one time that I was in our room and I was playing. 
and I, it was like I was having a full-on conversation while I was playing with somebody. And I was the only one in the house. My dad was too. And everybody was like, all my sisters are outside playing or something. But he said that he heard me talk with somebody. So he kind of like checked in with me. And he was like, ¿Con quién estás hablando? And I was like, oh, con mi amigo Nesium. Like. Well, that was his name? Yeah, Nesium. Like. No, ma'am. I've actually like looked into this, dude. Like uh-huh. I've been, I've tried to like see if like anybody has like passed away mm-hmm. in that apartment. Yeah, but like nothing came up. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And how old were you when that happened? I like, was around the same age. So around four. Mm-hmm. It was probably all around the same area. Around, around the same, the same time. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like I didn't know that. It wasn't a real little boy. <laughs> that's, and that's the part that you didn't find out until how long ago? I think like maybe three years ago. So I brought it up to my dad. And then he was like, oh, yeah, I remember mm-hmm. I walked in on you. You were talking to somebody. And you're saying you were playing with a, with your friend. And I'm like, did he get like creeped out? He did. But like he like he kind of just like brushed it off because that's not the first time my dad's experienced anything like that but dude okay the morning after the thing happened with my socks uh-huh i was still kind of like creeped out i really thought it was like one of my other like my other sisters or maybe it was like you or something like that mm-hmm. somebody else in the house right yeah so the following morning we were all getting ready for school and i started asking everybody like did you come into the room and pull my socks and everybody was saying no 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 mm-hmm my dad actually told me not that long ago too the same around the same time that we were having the same conversation about the little boy he was telling me that that day after everybody had gone to school he was home and he said that he was in his room and he felt something there it gave me goosebumps (laughs) every time we talk about this i get so many goosebumps like and he had told me he uh, he was doing laundry and he had felt something in the room with him. This was in his room, by the way. This wasn't in my room. But he felt something in his room with him while he was doing laundry. And he kind of got the sense that it might have been like the same thing that was messing with me that night prior. Mm. So he like straight up said to basically leave me alone mm-hmm. and unless it's going to bring anything good to this family to leave the house and he said it out loud he said it out loud mm-hmm. and after that we didn't feel anything anymore yeah but, you know. i also do believe that if an entity is not strong enough that you just saying you're not welcome in this home if like if you have nothing good to bring you are not allowed to be here. Please leave. Leave us alone. Mm-hmm. They will leave. Yeah. They will leave you alone. Yeah. I. Yeah. So I think for the most part, it, that kind of thing works. Mm-hmm. And I think it did work in this instance. Right. But yeah. No. But my dad has experienced a lot of things. <laughs> How much time do we have? Because with him, it would be like we would need a whole series just on his experiences and the thing is every single time we've experienced oh no i was um just i'm about to lie with that just kidding take that back i was about to say that all the things we've experienced this has always been only at my dad's house but never mind never mind well personally no i have personally never had anything happen 
at your dad's house. There have been instances where we were at Ellie's dad's house because we used to spend a lot of summers there, like full summers. Uh, we were whole three months. Yeah, back when we had full three months. Mm-hmm. And in those three months, they, like Ellie and her sisters, would experience stuff, like different things. And there were instances where they were seeing things actively as we were talking and they would literally be like dulce there's a shadow over there look and i would obviously look the like opposite direction because i'd be like where is it to know where it is to know where not to look (laughs) so like let's say it was in that corner of the room i would tilt my happy ass to that corner of the room and be like i'm okay looking over here (laughs) and luckily i don't think i mean not that i can recall I don't think I ever felt like scared, scared in that apartment. I'm sure there were certain nights where I would be like, no, you know what? Yeah, because I would every time I would go to the restroom in the middle of the night, I always had Janet with me. Yeah. Yeah. Through that whole freaking hallway, especially the very last room, freaked me the fuck out. And no one ever slept there, right? We only Mm -hmm. slept in the first one. Yeah. Yeah, because the way that apartment was, it was like a big-ass U. Mm-hmm. And, like, on this side of the U, in the very corner, or, like, at the very top, mm-hmm. was her dad's room. And then you would come out. It was the living room, then the kitchen, and then you would kind of curve. And on the other side, it was, like, the guest bath, guest rooms and guest bathroom. Mm-hmm. And so we were on, like, opposite sides of the apartment. Right. Like, us, the girls from my tío. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, y'all would experience some shit. Y'all would see some shit. And y'all would always be like, look. And I'd be mm-hmm. like, no. Yeah. Because one thing I will always say, and I stand by this, I feel like I am very protected. Mm-hmm. I feel like I am extra protected because of something that happened to me. And I guess this is where, this is where I will tie in the very first thing I ever experienced. So I think it was also around the same time that you experienced your first stuff. Um, I was also about four years old. Maybe even younger. Anywhere from two to four. Mm-hmm. Around that age. I used to see duendes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know they're very, very common in the Mexican household. You know, it's it's a common thing. But because I was so little, they used to scare the hell out of me. Like, I'm talking, I would be in a doctor's office like once every two weeks because of how scared I would get it would mess me up like my nervous system would kind of mess up and it would cause me like digestion problems me empachaba mucho um i know that's not a very common thing in other cultures so i don't really know how to say empachada (laughs) but like like i basically wouldn't be able to poop Mm -hmm. um you get kind of like constipated yeah your stomach just hurts the little poop that you are able to do is it's like como bolas de chivo. Right. Like your your intestines are just not right. Mm-hmm. And we call it empachado. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of people that te pueden sobar y te lo pueden quitar. So my mom had this lady that she would always take me to. Like we were her regulars porque siempre estaba empachada because I would get really scared all the time. Mm-hmm. So basically how it was is I would always see them behind doors. So like let's say a door is wide open. It's going to be like hitting the door i mean the wall right so Mm -hmm. it's gonna be by the wall and let's say you come into the room you're ready to close the door you close it and so you see that space Mm -hmm. that's where i would always see the duendes Mm -hmm. and more more often than not it was always late at night and so it was always dark and i think that's why i'm so terrified of the dark now yeah so every time the door would be open i would go into a room close the door they would be right there 
and they were these like small figures i'm talking about maybe the size of two hands put together two hands put together so maybe like a foot mm-hmm. and the weird thing if anybody knows maybe the meaning of this let me know they were always in a formation mm-hmm. like they weren't just there they were always in a formation of like how bowling pins are mm-hmm. so like the first one so like a triangle yeah the first one and then like three and then like more but and they it was like the first one was in the front right okay. and then like the next three were in like the next row and then the okay. next what like five are in the next one mm-hmm. and so eventually it created a triangle mm-hmm. and so they were always in a triangle formation and they were always floating mm. so there were these like small figures floating in a triangle formation always like i said i was very young so i don't remember too vividly as far as i don't remember if they ever spoke to me I don't know if they ever did anything other than just stand there and float. But the only thing I can remember is just them floating. Mm. And they would scare me. And like I said, you know, I would get so sick. My mom would have to take me to the um, to the doctor. Sometimes I would have to get medicine. Siempre me tenían que sobar para quitarme la empachada. But it got to the point where my mom was like, okay, this is not normal. Because it wasn't going away. Because mm. like we've said before, we come from a very, very religious family. We are very strong in our faith. And so my mom would do, you know, blessings on me. Siempre rezábamos antes de irnos a dormir el rosario or like special prayers. My mom my mom has always been very strong and advocate about doing like protection prayers for, you know, over mm-hmm. me. My grandparents are very devoted and they always prayed over me, but it wasn't going away. So they were like, okay, what we're doing is not enough. What else do we need to do? And so obviously my mom would get super concerned because, you know, like this isn't going away. My daughter is literally getting sick. Like it was affecting me physically. Mm. So she reached out to our local priest. We went to church and she was like, hey, you know, can I talk to you? And the funny thing is that our local priest was an exorcism priest. Mm. Anyone who anyone who knows about Catholic faith knows that priests do exorcism exorcisms but not every priest is allowed to exercise mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds so funny <laughs> not every priest can hit the gym okay <laughs> no you know what i mean yeah. not every priest is allowed to do exorcisms they have to have a special permission by the pope and i'm not sure how they acquire that i don't know if they have to do special classes i'm sure they do because they have to be educated on it but i'm not too sure on the steps mm-hmm. but nonetheless they have to be approved it's not just any priest mm-hmm. can do exorcisms so the priest that was at our local uh our local church was able to do exorcisms so my mom went to him and kind of told him what was going on and that she was concerned because like they're not going away she's getting sick what do i do like looking for guidance because mm-hmm. in She had done everything she could in her power and nothing was changing. Mm -hmm. So the priest kind of asked her questions to kind of like get some background, trying to get some information as to like, maybe we can figure out why it's happening. Because I Mm -hmm. think the first thing is when you have a problem, you have to know the why to be able to move on. And so he just kept asking her questions. And I forgot how that came into the conversation. I don't know if he asked specifically or if she just told her, but come to find out my mom had gone to get her cards read like tarot cards and so they ended up getting on that topic of card reading and again if you know you know 
in the Catholic Church that is seemed or is viewed as very evil because you're not supposed to know the future. All that is just for like God to know. But also a lot of the people in Mexico that are known to do that are also known for doing dark magic. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, brujos y brujas, that's a very common thing in Mexico. And I'm not saying they're all like evil or do evil stuff, but a lot of them, if not most of them do. Mm -hmm. at least more so también back then i feel like back then it was a lot more dark and so when my mom told the priest that she had gotten her cards read because you know she was just curious wanted to know what the future held whatever the priest actually got really mad y la regaño. Mm. and like he was basically like why would you do that you know that's like we're against that you shouldn't do that now look what happened ahora quien está pagando las consecuencias tu hija she's getting sick you know my mom told me that, like, he gave her an earful, mm-hmm. like, which is going in on, you shouldn't have done that, you know better. Right. But you did what you did, like, we'll, we'll, we'll fix it. Yeah. And I know a lot of people may say, bullshit, like, car reading is not bad, it's not evil, like, that, that couldn't have cost it. The reason why I truly believe it deep in my soul is because after that, he did a special prayer due to the why and it completely went away Mm. so of course i'm gonna believe it's true you know to each their own if you don't believe that's what it was that's fine but that's what we think it was you know and so my mom was like okay like i'm so sorry I, i know i shouldn't have but it was a weak moment of mine i did it you know mm-hmm. just help me and yeah. of course he did i believe i was there with my mom or if not, she took me back, like after they had that conversation. But I know I saw the priest and he did a special prayer on me, which was an exorcism prayer of what kind. I don't know, because I'm sure there's multiple different ones, but he did some sort of exorcism prayer in Latin. Mm-hmm. Like right then and there, you know, cuando vas a la iglesia y te bendicen, me bendició. Y luego también nos dio una card. You know those cards that we all have with like an image on one side, a prayer on the other? And it's like laminated and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So we had one of those. I don't remember the image. I want to say it was the one of the two little kids and the angel on top of them. Like they're walking a bridge. Yeah. Everyone knows that one. Yeah. I want to say it was that one. And it was a special prayer on the back. It wasn't like the one that it always has. Mm -hmm. I want to say it was a different one. And I want to say it was in Latin. Okay. And then he gave us special salt and special oil that my mom had to use to cook in. That was also had a special exorcism prayer done on it. Mm -hmm. And he was like, you know, you have to use this until it's done when you cook, especially for the food that she is eating Mm -hmm. me. And then he gave us holy water, but one that had been done with an exorcism prayer not just a regular blessing gotcha and so i think because of all of that i have had a special protection on me i always say i have a special shield that just protects me that's how i've always seen it Mm -hmm. and i think it was due to that Mm -hmm. because i was blessed in a special type of way it wasn't your typical like you know vaya con dios yeah it was like an exorcism thing and i feel that that really changed my life as far as when it comes to like paranormal i feel like on the other realm i'm protected from evil Mm -hmm. because like i said you guys have always experienced things around me my mom has experienced things my whole life around me 
Um, when I was with my son's dad, he experienced some shit. Mm-hmm. I never have. What's wild to me is the fact that, like, because I, I totally believe you, but the part where you've told me before where other people have experienced it while you're with them and specifically whenever you tell me about the time about where um you were with your baby daddy and he was having i don't know some like night terror or something like that and all you did was just go like this Mm -hmm. and like he calmed down right and the thing is because it was in that particular apartment and that particular apartment that you lived in was (laughs) another freaking story i will i'm gonna go into detail on that because yeah that apartment was crazy but yeah Mm -hmm. the one ellie's talking about for sure so my son's dad used to have i don't know if he still does but he used to have a lot of what is it called uh sleep paralysis Mm -hmm. he experienced a lot of sleep paralysis so for all of any of you that may not know what that is is basically when you're asleep and then you basically wake up from out of your sleep but physically you are paralyzed yeah completely you cannot move you cannot talk you cannot you almost can't even breathe i've heard mm-hmm. i've never experienced it all this i know from people that have experienced it and they tell me their experience mm-hmm. and most of the time i want to say some people well not most of the time some people are able to have their eyes open mm-hmm. others don't can't even open their eyes yeah so i want to say with my son's dad he would not have his eyes opened but the way y'all explain because i think you've experienced it too yeah he would have his eyes closed but it he always explained it like he had his eyes open because he could see Mm. like he could see the room and he could see something on top of him yeah but his eyes were physically closed but he could see it oh that gives me goosebumps just talking about it Ah, that's wild yeah and so he would have those a lot and obviously like we lived together we slept together and the thing with that is that I mean when people have told me about it it's like you are trying to literally scream mm-hmm. but you can't like you're literally paralyzed like if someone has put complete anesthesia over you mm-hmm. but you're fully aware yeah and so when he would do that i would sense it because i don't know if he actually was like because mm, mm, he would make that noise like mm mm Mm. and mm. i don't know if that was him actually doing it or that was just me sensing him mm-hmm. does that make sense yeah that makes sense um but either way like i would hear the mm, mm, but not loud and clear like and i we would both be dead asleep like i would be dead in my sleep and mm-hmm. i would just kind of hear the mm, mm, but like far away mm-hmm. and like very very low mm-hmm. and i would kind of wake up and i could feel him because and then he also <laughs> that would um they're bomberos creepy <laughs> right on cue there's a fire um firehouse truck. oh fire. yeah a firehouse a firehouse too. right next to my apartment mm-hmm. and we just heard the firefighters turn on their sirens so. but it just sounded like someone's screaming <laughs> in so case the like, in case the video didn't pick up i'm that a sound. little too into these spe- sp- spooky spooky <laughs> stories um but yeah so i don't know long story short i could sense he was trying to move trying to talk Mm -hmm. (laughs) it was like like i said he couldn't move but i could sense it i don't know how to explain it other than i could sense it Mm -hmm. and like i said it would wake me up out of my sleep yeah but he wasn't moving and he wasn't talking because he couldn't but it would still wake me up out of my sleep and i remember the very first time i 
like sense that i was just i kind of brushed it off and i was like oh he's probably just having like a bad dream and i just put my hand over him because i know like that always made me feel better if i was having a bad dream when i was like little and i slept with my mom and it's when like you wake up you're scared and then it'd be like mom hug me yeah and she would and it would completely go away Mm -hmm. and so that's just where my mom would always go to and so i would always either turn around and fully cuddle him you know like hand Mm -hmm. leg and like big spoon him yeah or if i just wasn't in the mood i would literally be like face up and i would put my arm that was closest to him over him mm. and then it would just stop and i would just knock right back out mm. and i would be dead asleep and i didn't know that that helped them until kind of later down the road because then after that it became a habit mm. i would always sense him doing that and i always just figured he's having a nightmare because yeah. he was he's also very prone to nightmares he has nightmares all the time mm-hmm. and so i just always figured out oh, he's just having a nightmare like let me help him out put it my hand over him mm-hmm. well come to find out no he was actually having sleep paralysis he would see some sort of like dark dark heavy entity on top of him mm-hmm. and that was his way of like he would try to scream and talk and move to like you know yeah and he couldn't and he said like the second my hand would touch him it was like it just disappeared and even like he said that even the sense of like being scared would go away and he would just go right straight to sleep that's crazy yeah that's crazy and like i said that i didn't find out until not too long ago that he would be like oh yeah that's when i would have sleep paralysis and you would put your hand over me and it would go away i was just like that one kind of shocked me i was like oh like i always thought it was just like a regular nightmare Mm -hmm. but no like he would have and he would the way he describes it like he had very bad sleep paralysis like a whole entity like on top of him and he would see it that's wild and as soon as i would just put my hand over him Mm -hmm. it just disappeared and again i mean i know that's how sleep paralysis is like only one person experiences it's not like the entity's there and like the whole room feels it no it's just that one person but I never felt anything, and like you said, the fact that just me putting my hand over him made everything literally disappear. And not just the entity, but, like, the fear. Because mm-hmm. he would tell me when he would be asleep by himself, like, before we moved in together, that would happen. And then when you wake up, like, you're scared to go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. And usually you stay awake for a few minutes or even a few, a few hours. hours. And then eventually fall back asleep. And he said that that wouldn't happen. Like, when I would touch him, like I said, it would just immediately go away. And he would be able to go to sleep. That's crazy. As soon as, like, my hand would go over him. You see, this is why I believe what she's saying. Because, like, the fact that you can even help somebody else do that. I don't yeah. know, dude. I know. <laughs> and on top of that, like, me and Ellie are firm, firm believers of all this, like, supernatural life. All that I'm a firm believer of it. Yeah, of the other realm. Mm-hmm. And I will die on that hill that I think I'm just extra protected and I think I'm able to help some people sometimes, you know? Mm-hmm. And sometimes I don't even realize that's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, that's so that's the one thing I experienced when I was little and then something that I experienced but at the same time didn't experience yeah with my son's dad yeah i had my sister experience something similar to that oh my god her sister one even just dude i just thought about it like i got goosebumps because i can't imagine being y'all and hearing that no thank you (laughs) oh my gosh dude okay so before whenever we lived in our last house it was a five-bedroom house and 
the room where this happened to her, I first started sleeping in that bedroom first. That was my first original bedroom. So I remember whenever I first used to sleep there, I would sleep by myself and I had my twin bed. I had it on the far corner and I always had to sleep with my back facing the wall, right? And I always had to be basically with my face towards the door, the closet door, Mm -hmm. which was on the opposite side of where I had my bed Mm -hmm. placed. And basically like your back had to be against the wall. Right. Where nothing could be behind you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I always had to be looking at that very specific corner where that closet was. And I was terrified all the time going to sleep. So I'd be scared until I'd fall asleep. And nothing ever happened to me in that room. Like I never, like other than being scared, I never, never saw anything, never felt anything other than that. Right. And this was like our, the first house that we lived in. So we were also used to like sleeping together. So I was used to always sleeping with my mom and my other sister. So whenever we first moved in, I slept with my mom. Then I went upstairs to my room. And because I guess... We were all so comfortable sleeping together. After a while, she ended up going up to my room and she had her colchon in there. Mm-hmm. A few years later, my sister moves out. And when she comes back, I basically took over her room. So it was a room right in front of mine. And she ended up taking my old room, right? So whenever she came back, she was asleep with her boyfriend at that time and i woke up in the middle of the night because i heard some i heard her screaming like loud like that shit terrified me like i thought somebody like broke into the house or something so like you could tell it was a scared scream yeah just not just like a ah it was like yeah a, no like she it like it sounded like a terrified scream bro you my body so like i like get out of bed I run to my door and my breath and like my her boyfriend opens the door and she and I was like, what's going on? And then he's like, she's okay, She's okay. She just had a nightmare. I'm like, okay, But like everybody in the house woke up. Okay, everybody heard her, including my mom who slept downstairs. Okay, so we go back to sleep and it happens a second time, dude. And and the next day, like my sister tells me about it. She was saying that she basically had like a sleep, sleep paralysis where she literally had her eyes wide open and she could see like a very tall dark figure kind of coming close to her and kind of trying to like get on top of her like bro no thank Mm -mm. you (laughs) (sighs) absolutely so like i cannot even imagine experiencing mm -mm. that y'all are some strong souls because on like it may sound like i'm just like be trying to be funny but like i dead ass think i would have a heart attack i probably would too i, I feel know. like my oh you've never had i've never had one my sleep paralysis my eyes have always been closed and i've never been able to see anything so like my so mind is awake mm-hmm. yeah i've noticed that when that happens to me i tend to cry why mm-hmm. i don't know like i don't feel scared it's just like i can feel myself trying to move and trying to open my eyes and i can and i start crying okay and i wake up with like my eyes like those yorosos and like i'm like crying but i don't feel scared okay yeah that's like other than that like i've you've never experienced like the dark entity yeah because i have heard 
a few stories that a lot of people actually see the same entity yeah when they like because you know people get online and like describe their experience Mm -hmm. and a lot of the ones that are able to describe what they see like it sounds the same of like what the entity looks like what Mm -hmm. like the bigger the details they can make out of it they kind of all i never like thought that they could make up like make out any figures like i just thought it was like just so dark that you can't even see i think it all depends because i think Mm. people all experience different things Mm. Mm -hmm. that's wild though that's creepy hella Mm. creepy but that's what i mean like no thank you and whatever i have on me whatever your beliefs may be at the end of the day is i'm protected (laughs) thank you i'm gonna stay that way (laughs) but no like the things that we all experience in that house is wild because i mean you did too with my sister but i covered it up trying not to scare y'all oh yeah yeah um and she just told me not too long ago too yeah it wasn't me yeah (laughs) so again we used to have a bunch of sleepovers in the Mm -hmm. summer and we wouldn't just stay with his with her mom we with her dad dad. we would also stay at her mom's house Mm -hmm. and i think this was one of those summers where i stayed at your mom's house yeah and this was during the time that i was still sleeping in my mom's room okay and you and janet slept in her room which ended up being my room at the end so me and um you so you slept with janet my sister in the room that i ended up in towards the very end Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and i think we were i don't even remember the specifics but i think we were obviously up because we stayed up so late and we were like talking and laughing and stuff and then we just hear footsteps coming up the stairs because y'all stairs were very squeaky yeah like certain ones yeah. but the ones that were squeaky were like super squeaky so like you yeah. could hear it and we heard somebody coming up but it didn't sound like anything scary like we didn't get scared we just heard it and we were like oh shit we're being too loud we had mm-hmm. thought we thought we woke somebody up mm-hmm. and they were coming up to like tell us to like be quiet yeah and probably we probably thought it was your mom because mm-hmm. during the summer she still worked yeah and so it was usually during a weekday and obviously mm-hmm. we didn't want to be rude and like not let her sleep right so we were like oh shit like we just need to be a little more quiet and then like we like turned turned our volume down mm-hmm. and i don't know did we ask you if it was yeah you? y'all asked me if it was me and, and then, then i was like yeah because i knew that it was nobody else and i didn't want y'all to get scared so come to find out we heard footsteps loud and clear and it was nobody yeah Mm. and in that house we would always hear things like just like falling like upstairs in the front living room or the front dining room or whatever Mm -hmm. and we would go and check like nothing was like moved nothing was misplaced nada and it would sound like if it was i don't know like but it was just always something heavy Mm. and you just hear like blump yeah to the floor Mm -hmm. and then y'all would go check but oh everything was in place yeah the one también that was kind of creepy is one time we were having a party. Mm. Don't remember if we were celebrating someone's birthday, Mother's Day, something. The family was there. I think it was either for Thanksgiving or Christmas, something like that. Okay. It was a celebration. Yeah. A lot of us were there. And your mom's brothers, I think two or three of them have had gone that time. Yeah. And some of our tios had gone from your dad your dad's side of the family too mm-hmm. so i remember one time we were there in the kitchen all just chilling talking obviously you know and then one of our tios like randomly goes to your mom oh creo que 
something about like creo que otro de tus hermanos acaba de llegar cuál you know because mm -hmm. your mom has hella brothers yeah so my uncle was just kind of like oh like who's here and i remember everybody just being like kind of confused because we were like well i mean no one knocked no one you know because he had specifically mentioned that he saw someone walking from one side of the house to the other on the front side yeah and the way we were sitting you could see it through a hallway mm -hmm. and he said he saw it clear as day obviously and he thought it was one of your mom's brothers mm -hmm. and then we were like well well maybe like i guess somebody came in we didn't just didn't hear the door or something we right. went to go check nobody nobody was there and i remember him saying that it was some like he was wearing like a plaid shirt a or plaid something. blue shirt and yeah that it was a guy yeah and nobody in the house was wearing a plaid blue shirt mm -hmm. and he tried it was so funny because he tried to play it off so bad he was just like oh like i just must have seen it like whatever because you know like i yeah. feel like people always try to play it off like oh it's just my eyes playing tricks on me right like nah nah you saw you, you, saw, you saw what you saw yeah <laughs> you're just trying not to spook yourself <laughs> but yeah that happened there too mm -hmm. i in that house i always felt scared that's the only thing i was always scared i hated being by myself when it was late at night mm -hmm. like if janet had to go pee i'd be like i'm coming with you <laughs> it wasn't even the other way around you know like when you're the one that has yeah. to pee like come with me uh -huh. nah she'd be like oh i'm gonna go pee i'm coming with you <laughs> like, i don't care i'm not staying in this room by myself yeah. no matter what room it was the part that would always scare me was going up or down the stairs if the lights were off <sighs> had janet told you about that yeah you told me about it too <laughs> She, she was such a hoe ass <laughs> so like with any house there's a light switch at the top and at the, the bottom. bottom and we were coming down the stairs but i she had gotten like more space for me so she was already downstairs and mm -hmm. i was at the top and just saying oh el cucuy like that i can't i cannot because that's the one thing that i am so scared of like you know mm -hmm. the devil the a demon like whatever you want to put Whatever kind of name you want to put on it, pero el, el cucuy. I'm I cannot no. Yeah. Thank you. Even just like saying the name, I just I hate it. Mm -hmm. But anyway, <laughs> fucking hell ass. I was at the top, she was at the bottom, and she goes el cucuy. It just turns the light off. <laughs> when I tell you, I flew down those stairs, <laughs> and it was so funny because I I probably stepped only like three times, and there was a good like. 15 steps yeah <laughs> it was so funny because she had turned to the light switch turned it off like said el cucuy turned it off by the time she turned back around i was already next to her bro <laughs> and she was like oh you ain't playing like you scared i was like don't play with me like that <laughs> i remember i scared one of my sisters she was taking my nephew a bath in the shower upstairs right and she didn't know i was home and I think she was the only one home that uh, during that time, too. Mm -hmm. So she didn't know I was home. And I came and, like, peeked in there, right, in the restroom. And she was facing the shower, so she didn't see me. But my nephew, the way that the restroom is set up, it's like the shower. If you're facing the opposite direction, the door is right there, mm -hmm. right? So, I, like, I peeked my head in there, and I saw him, and he saw me. And I smiled, and I, like, waved at him right and then he waved right back at me and i like ducked back behind the wall and my sister turns around and there's like a balloon like on the other side of the wall right because that restroom was right outside the living room where the game room upstairs right mm -hmm. and there was a balloon there and she tried to play it off she was like oh le estás diciendo hola al balloon papi <laughs> 
I just started laughing. And I'm like, don't try to play it off. I know you were scared. <laughs> She's like, nah, nah, nah. If I don't say it's that, it's not that. <laughs> no, for sure, that house had some darkness to it. For real. Like, everyone felt it. It just mm-hmm. felt heavy. It felt scary. Mm-hmm. And obviously, people always experience shit there. Right. I remember one of the scariest ones I experienced. I was in my room. It was late at night. And I maybe I was up like being on Tumblr or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And my dog, she stood like right in front of me, right? Because sometimes like I wouldn't want to be on my bed. So I sit on the floor next to her. Mm-hmm. She stood right in front of me. And she looked at the corner by where my closet was, which was the darkest part of the room, actually. Mm-hmm. Ironically, because there's a window that was always facing that closet. Mm. Weird. Mm. Right? And her hairs stood up, and I have never heard her growl so nasty. Like, I was terrified did when she did that head? bro no thank you but you didn't like hear or see anything Mm-mm. but she did yeah and that wasn't the first time that's happened to me it happened to me at my dad's house too and the, with his dogs yeah with his dogs in the apartment where he lived in umble the u yeah the apartment that was in the shape of the u the one we just talked about right so i was there one summer by myself and i did it i never liked sleeping in the rooms i would sleep out in the living room whenever y'all weren't there with me that's crazy because i've always thought the living rooms this is scarier than a room because i feel i don't feel as protected because in a room Mm -hmm. you can close the door and at least you have a smaller space the living room is just open but i I also felt safer because i was closer to my dad's room Mm -hmm. and i was further out over there and the room farthest room on that u Mm -hmm. of that hallway was the one that creeped me out the most gotcha so yeah no mm-hmm. and i and the same thing happened to me i was up watching george lopez super late at night just not alone that tells you it's yeah. hella late at least past 2 a.m yeah <laughs> and my dad's dog he got on me like on top of my legs dug his nails on my legs his hair stood up and he faced towards the comedor you know, mm-hmm. like where that hallway is and like the dining room. Right. In that area specifically, he faced towards that side and he started growling and barking, dude. It's just like. No, thank you. Dogs also have they, a they heavier sense. sense for that. Yeah. Which is, I uh, know. No, thank you. That, that apartment alone, we experienced so much shit. Like that's the same apartment where... My dad had told me that he was in the shower and he thought that his girlfriend at that time had hopped into the shower with him or something like that. But he felt like he kind of like scratched him. Oh, that on one. Back. Yeah. No, dude, that one's crazy because that one actually left scratch marks on him. Yeah. He at that time, he said that he was showering and he was, I think, uh, taking the shampoo off of, off of his head. So he was facing the shower head and he had his eyes closed and he had his eyes closed. Bro, this is why I don't. This is why I don't close my eyes in the shower. If I'm scared and I need to wash my face, I'm washing my face with my eyes. They're going to be burning. My soap burns my eyes, but. Yeah, no, that's just scary. Yeah, he said he had his eyes closed and he was facing the shower head because he was trying, I think, taking shampoo off. 
and he was doing that and he said that he felt like a scratch like if someone just went on him and went like that mm-hmm. but i don't think he said it hurt like a lot a lot yeah and that's why he thought it was his girlfriend mm-hmm. and he was like oh like did you just come in here and like scratch me i don't know how he asked it but something like that yeah and she was like no i didn't and he was like yes you did i just felt you and she was like look out here uh, apparently she was in the restroom but she was doing her makeup and she had a long sleeve shirt so she was like look i'm wearing a long sleeve it's not wet i didn't just pull it down look at my hands are dry i'm doing my makeup i i I, like i didn't touch you and then i guess when he came out and she saw his back he had like a scratch mm -hmm. bro that's wild like nail scratches i don't know how long like how long the scratch itself was i don't know how deep but nonetheless he had scratches yeah i remember in that same apartment he said we weren't there at the time with him so i think we were like all in school or something mm-hmm. and his girlfriend at that time was at work so since he was a maintenance man in the that same apartment building too he was i don't know if it was before work right after work or during his lunch break something like that but he was mm-hmm. at home he was in his room and he felt like something threw him onto the bed and was like on top of him and he was trying to pray out loud and he couldn't like the only thing that would come out was like growling sounds like he couldn't make any words so he had to like pray in his head and he said that even then like he would lose some of the words and but it like a few moments later like it lifted off of him but i'm telling y'all her dad has the craziest fucking stories because he doesn't just hear shit see shit he gets attacked yeah he physically gets attacked Mm -hmm. and i don't know how he does it because hell no i'm fucking terrified hell no (laughs) i don't know how he hasn't gone to that priest that you went to because right hell no yeah absolutely not Mm -mm. no thank you yeah and he also said that in that same apartment he was in the living room watching tv again he was by himself and that he said that he saw coming from his room out into the living room like the the uh carpet was just moving and it was like in waves and it picked up my dog that's fucking crazy mm-hmm like how does that even fucking ha- like shit that happens to him is straight out of horror movies mm-hmm. like no joke it's things that you're like nah that doesn't happen yeah it's happened to him <laughs> <laughs> i remember i had asked him i was like Theo, like did you just start experiencing this as an adult because like this is a lot mm-hmm. and he's like no mija desde que he estado, chiqui- estado chiquito he told me mm-hmm. about this one story that he was out with his younger brother mm-hmm. and that they passed this like house i think and it was honestly maybe abandoned and he said it was late at night and that he just remembers here like seeing dogs like they were there like if they were actual dogs but he could tell they weren't real dogs because of how they looked and that he's till this day he's never heard a growl that nasty and that there was two of them and that they chased your dad and his brother my uncle what the fuck i've never heard i don't think he's ever told me this one mm-hmm. i want to say that's the f- if i'm remembering correctly that's one if not the first experience he had one of the first like one of the earliest and that was out in mexico that's crazy mm-hmm. but see okay so we've been talking about her dad a lot because i think that's the one that has like the wildest experiences but like my mom also experiences a lot of shit i want to say i don't know if my grandma has 
or my our grandpa but i know for sure our great grandpa so our grandma's dad mm-hmm. he experienced a lot of shit yeah mm-hmm. they say that you know cuando cuenta, cuando contaba sus historias que he would be out in the rancho you know working and he would get he wouldn't get home until like late late at night and that whenever he would be walking because you know back then it was like no había tanto pueblo, no había tantas casas de edificios it was more like just land that he would be walking pitch dark because you know no street lights or anything and it was almost like bosque porque es pura naturaleza y que escuchaba la llorona what que él escuchaba los llantos de la llorona that's wild that's scary dude in the middle of the night basically in the middle of the woods hell no yeah no thank you Mm-mm. so yeah me and Ellie always say this like we feel like our family is a little extra sensitive to that kind of thing or can pick up that kind of thing right yeah. i always be i always view it as like we're extra connected mm-hmm. because i feel like a lot of our family also has abilities mm-hmm. that i don't really want to go into detail right now but you know yeah we have abilities <laughs> quite a few of us yeah some practicing some not (laughs) some get scared of it and others are kind of like embrace it it. yeah but yeah for sure i remember this one was actually recently and i was at one of my friend's house right so it was so both of my friends they both lived together right and they had invited me over. We were just going to chill, drink, you know, that sort of thing. And during that, at one point, I had actually gone into the restroom. So the way that their place was set up was they had their both individual rooms. And in the middle, they had a restroom. Okay. Right. And so obviously, each room had a door that led into the restroom. Right. And in the restroom, there was a window. So you could get like light in from outside mm-hmm. right okay sorry let me backtrack let me backtrack sorry retract 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 so we were all in one of my friends room and one of my friends said oh that he was gonna go to the kitchen to go grab some food or something and me and the other friend we stayed in the room we we're talking he comes back into the room and then he asks me did you go into the kitchen with me and i was just like no like i haven't even gotten up he was like are you sure? Because, like, I could have sworn I literally just saw you, like, in the doorway of the kitchen. And I was like, like, me, like, you saw me, like, my hair and everything. He was like, yeah, like, I I saw you. I was just like, no. <laughs> no, thank you. So, after that happened, he got up afterwards to go get more oranges because that's what he ended up getting. Mm-hmm. And I had gone to the restroom right so my friend she had left her light on in her room right and she had left her door open from the restroom Mm -hmm. so and because like i knew like nobody was going to go into her room i kind of didn't bother or um, closing her door Mm -hmm. and i just closed the door where i knew that um my friends were gonna be yeah yeah and i didn't turn on the restroom light because the light was on I had enough light, you know. So I'm using the restroom and the light turns off from the room. But it's I'm like, it's okay. I have the light coming in from the window and I can see it's just fine. 
except her room was super dark and whenever i was washing my hands i would have to have my back towards her room Mm -hmm. her door and i just felt terrified to do that i'm like i cannot do that like i just can't have my back to that door the one that was open yeah so like i washed my hands real quick and i was looking at the doorway the entire time so i'm like ain't no way i'm gonna have my back towards that door (laughs) i come out and i ended up asking them like did any of y'all turn off the light they're like no like and one of them thought like the light was never on i'm like yes it was it was on when i went in and someone turned it off they're like no i'm just like "Hmm." (laughs) never mind i asked (laughs) absolutely not no Mm -hmm. thank you no was that the latest thing you've experienced latest the latest one no it was actually with us with you and my sister oh i was like what are you about to say (laughs) don't bring it up on me no nothing here nothing here but no okay so not that long ago me dulce and my sister we went to the park and we were already doing our little activities and um (laughs) we were drinking and whenever we were coming back my sister was just like so paranoid and she she did not want me to walk behind her like she was terrified of me walking behind her but the funny thing is like as we were walking ellie was right behind her we were kind of like in a triangle yeah janet was in the in the front ellie was in the back and i was kind of like in between them but Mm -hmm. like on the side yeah and we thought it was so funny because janet when she gets under the influence like when she's been drinking Mm -hmm. she just she'd be saying some crazy shit yeah (laughs) and so she just kept saying ellie stop touching me why are you touching me yeah and so i remember me and ellie were like cracking up because we were like oh here it goes like she's gonna yeah. start because no one was touching her and uh-huh. like we were at a like even if you stretched out your arm i don't think you would have reached her no. like we were no one could have touched her yeah we were all like at a good spread out mm-hmm. pace yeah but she swore up and down and like she kept like she was getting mad she was like stop touching me mm-hmm. i can feel you touching me yeah like she was saying that she was saying i can feel you in my spine <laughs> and that's what made it even more funny right but no dude like i was so confused her about like her just saying that because i'm just like i'm not even anywhere like i'm not touching you right like i'm not even near enough to touch yeah. you so like i even looked at you and i was like so confused and i was like you know and right after that i even like looked over at my hand dude and i kid you not for like a split second whenever i looked at my hand I couldn't even see the grass. I couldn't see the fence. That was like basically the background of like how my hand was. Mm -hmm. And it looked like my hand or my arm wasn't even my arm. Like it low-key freaked me out. It like my, it looked like the arm was like skinnier. The fingers were like a lot longer and thinner. Like, and everything just looked dark. I don't know it creeped the fuck out of me though and then i looked over back at you and i and i remember like you had said that i got so serious and i was just like i went from like i'm not even touching her to like 
I'm not touching her. Literally. <laughs> and it was like a split second change. And I mm-hmm. remember I was like, and I even asked her, I was like, are you okay? Uh-huh. She's like, yeah, I'm fine. Like, you know, I'm just not touching her. Mm-hmm. And then Janet ended up making her walk in front of her because mm-hmm. she was like, I'm, I'm uncomfortable with you being behind me right yeah. now. And I remember I just saw Ellie's energy change so much, but in the moment she didn't, she didn't tell us she saw that. Yeah. Um, I just, I just didn't want to, like, I was already scared. I wasn't going to make y'all scared too. Right. And I, I'm not going to lie. Like in the moment, I didn't think any of that. I just thought you were almost like getting mad at Janet for keep like, uh-huh. cause she kept saying I'm touching you. So I thought you were kind of like annoyed slash mad at her, uh-huh. but yeah, her, your energy changed like that. Quick. It was like, <laughs> too. Yeah. Stop. But almost like a mad, not a mad, but just very serious, you yeah. know? And I was like, I mean, we're already kind of feeling it, you know, we're under the influence. We've been mm-hmm. drinking. Let's just, so I kept just, ah, like, yeah. you're just so crazy. Like, <laughs> trying to keep the mood up. Yeah. <laughs> but and then know. you told me not too long ago that that's what you saw. I was like, yeah, Bruh. I told her too. She was like, you see, that's why I didn't want you walking behind me. I'm like, but I swear I didn't touch you. Like, we, I was nowhere near you. Yeah, that's. But, something know. was touching her just oh, in no. the other realm mm-hmm. <laughs> that's crazy to me yeah to be continued, continued. continued.